welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on identifying and dealing with manipulation. Well, I know for those of you that have been following me in this, it hasn't been that joyful of a topic, certainly not one that inspires But uh, we've been trying to walk through the last week, uh, part one through seven of this series on specifics to identifying what manipulation is. And, you know, that may sound to some of you like silly that we would even need to identify it because some of you might already feel like it's very obvious. However, for those who are caught up in it, it may not be so obvious. And that's the reason that we're walking through this part of it. Uh, I believe starting tomorrow or the next day, we're going to be starting to uh, delve into the solutions and how to either get yourself out of that situation, heal from it, um, or perhaps help someone else who is dealing with it. And so that is our goal point in doing this, because as you know, my entire uh, passion for this entire uh, um, podcast series is to reframe and rewire. We're talking about life changes. We're talking about thinking about things from a different perception to the point that it steers us in a new direction and gives us a new life. And that has to do with everything that you do from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night. And that's also true when we're dealing with the manipulation. We need to really begin to choose more wisely what we're allowing in and what we're not and how we're viewing uh, the way other people treat us, other people treat us. And um, again, this could be a, an, an individual who's treating you this way. It could be uh, someone, you know, maybe near and dear to you or maybe a friend or whoever. could also be a boss or someone in your work environment. Or perhaps it's an entire government system or uh, culture or people group that seems to be demanding specifics from you. Um, invading to the point that they're controlling or wanting to control every word or every thought you have and creating a tremendous amount of pressure on you to conform to a certain narrative. So I don't care who it is, what it is, or how many are involved. It's all just as damaging. And a couple of days ago, we talked about the brain damage that's involved in that. So if you missed any of this, we strongly encourage you to go back to the very beginning and listen. Uh, Well, today... Uh, We're going to be moving on to some more pieces to this. I'm going to be talking about um, those that enforce trivial things or maybe at this you're at a point in the game where it it might not seem trivial to you, but in retrospect, say going back, you know, I don't know, five, ten years before you were involved with this person or or these individuals, maybe at that point was really obvious to you that it was trivial, but now it doesn't seem as trivial. And we're going to talk about how they degrade you in that in, in many different ways. So we're going to be talking about that today. But before I do that, I just want to do a quick review on what we have covered thus far. So I can bring you up to speed. And uh, if you have missed any of this, you will understand what you missed. So in part one, 
We talked about the original piece to identifying and dealing with manipulation and why that's important. Then we talked about isolation and how that's one of the first steps that manipulators take. They try to get you alone. They try to get you severed from other relationships that might, you know, help you to stay on track or to keep you from, you know, being pulled in a direction that is unhealthy for you. We talked about captivating your perceptions and how they go about doing that and why that's dangerous. We talked about forms of mental manipulation. Really, that's a very broad topic. I probably could have gone on for that many episodes, but I only covered it in one. And then we talked about love bombing, which actually is a form of mental manipulation, but what that does to you as it comes in waves. Effects on the brain was uh, part six. And then yesterday we talked about gas lighting. And um, those of you who don't know what that is, you'll have to listen to it to learn. So let's go ahead and jump into the next piece of this. Let's talk about enforcing trivial demands. Um, I, I mentioned before that I have a someone who's very near and dear to me who uh, you know, had been through very severe manipulation. In fact, the person that was manipulating her was a narcissist, a very, uh, I'd say, a, a sociopath narcissist to the degree that he was enforcing trivial demands. Now, what does that look like? Well, um, and for example, in a married marriage situation, it might be where the husband demands that they know the exact cost of, of what it is to clean the bathtub. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, nobody asks that kind of question, not if they're in their right mind. But say this husband wanted to know uh, he wanted an account of the cost of cleaning product, how much of it was used, how long it took to clean the tub, and insisted that, you know, the time was worth a minimum wage and wanted to know how much it costs, how to get his bathtub cleaned each week. In that case, the abuser will make the same type of demands on your time, your thought processes, your emotional energy, as you dread what will happen if you don't comply. This kind of a demand, as, as trivial as it is, and it is trivial, could even concern something that once pleased you, like gardening or painting. However, because of the abuser's insane requests to do it a certain way, because of their own specif specific uh, uh, you know, a criteria that it had to meet, or doing it during a certain time frame under certain certain circumstances, you begin to lose interest or begin to detest what you once loved in a hobby or whatever it might be. That would be one form of that style of manipulation. So when, you, you know, when you're hearing trivial demands being placed on you over things, that really should be left up to you. And I, you know, for me, I equate that to leadership because often I teach leaders, don't micromanage your team. And that, you know, that's a form of micromanagement. In other words, tell them the end goal that you want in place, empower them and equip them to do it, believe in them to get it done, but don't tell them how. As long as the end game looks great, there should be no micromanagement involved. And manipulators typically do micromanage. So in this case, you may have a boss that is doing that. Okay. So another thing to think about in terms of uh, identifying manipulation. Well, unfortunately, we have ran out of time really fast today. I'm looking at my uh, my timer here, and I, and I am out of time. So we're going to come back tomorrow and cover the degradation piece of this. 
And then we're going to jump into some solutions. So please join us. Share this with who it may benefit. This is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire. Thank you for joining me.